You're watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. A shocking milestone for American spending. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York recently released data showing total credit card debt levels surpassed one trillion dollars for the first time ever. For more, we're joined by Jimmy Lee, the CEO of Wealth Consulting Group. Thanks so much for joining me today. So despite that data, it makes you wonder if credit card companies are concerned that a lot more people might just walk away from the debt they owe. You know, Veronica, I know that the $1 trillion is a huge headline number for, for a lot of people in the media and for us to talk about, but really you have to look at the denominator. And so... I've got some statistics I'd like to share with your viewers. Um, so it's important that we've got over a trillion dollars of credit card debt. That's a big number, but some statistics to offset that in terms of why it's not so bad. Since 2000, household net worth has gone up, you know, from 44 trillion to 150 trillion. Um, so that means that the debt from credit cards has gone up over that time about 106% but the net worth of, of consumers here in the United States up 250%. So that gives you a little bit better reflection of really what's going on with, with consumers, even more inf information on the percentage uh, that credit card debt occupies for disposable income. It's 9.6% today uh, versus pre-pandemic of over 11.2%. Um, and then credit card debt as a percentage of disposable income 21% versus 22% in 2019. And then finally, utilization of credit cards um, up, to, you know, as a percentage of the available limits, it's 22%. And pre-pandemic, we're at 24%. So when you look at all that data, the $1 trillion, while it's a, an astounding number, isn't really as bad as people may think. Mm, really interesting. And just a quick question, because the Biden administration's plan in terms of the student debt relief obviously gets a lot of play and those payments are supposed to start again in fall. You know, What do you make in terms of how that could potentially, is there a ripple effect involved with anything else or do you think things will just continue on? Well, certainly folks that have um, student loans that have been you know, not paying on those loans and we'll have to going forward, uh, it's gonna impact their ability to spend on other items. So on consu consumer discretionary type items. And so I think definitely it's gonna take a dent out of the wallet of what's available to spend on other things. But you know, I think we need to just get back to normal, get back to the kind of uh, environment from a financial perspective that we were in pre-pandemic. And by the way, since then, we have record low unemployment numbers as we know. So we have more people at work and Wages have never been as strong as they are now. So I think the consumer actually still is going to be okay and healthy enough to hopefully keep the U.S. out of recession, hoping that the, the Fed uh, doesn't go too far with raising rates and really tip us into a recession. Now, Moody's cut the credit ratings of several U.S. banks and said it may downgrade some of the nation's biggest lenders. Is this a warning that the sector's credit strength will likely be tested by, um, you know, funding risks and wealthier profitability? You know, I think the market's reaction to the, the ratings agencies um, downgrades or announcing downgrades uh, really has been almost a non-event. There's been a little bit of a sell-off. In fact, I think investors were looking for reasons to take some profits of, off of such a robust year so far in equity prices. And so I, I don't really think it's had much of an effect. And I think investors were, again, pricing that in 
with what happened with uh, the banking situation all year long. Um, so again, I, I think from the credit crisis situation uh, or GFC and what rating agencies did then versus now, I think that the impact of the rating agency downgrades are not quite as impactful as they were before. And, and I think a lot of investors were ahead of that and have already discounted that a little bit. Now, Fitch Ratings downgraded the U.S. debt rating, citing a steady deterioration in standards of governance. What are your thoughts on the move? You know, when I talk to bankers and uh, investors into the financial sectors, banks have never been as strong as they are today, especially the big banks. Um, you know, in the smaller banks, if you were, were, were borrowing money from even the regional or smaller banks that are bigger concerns today, post-GFC, the underwriting requirements were much stricter. The equity requirements and collateral requirements were much worse than they were pre-GFC. So I think the banking sector is not going to fall apart like some people might fear. And I think it's going to be isolated on maybe some banks that were making too aggressive of loans with a not with not enough collateral. And, and maybe those are going to be the smaller banks, but just a handful or, or I would I would I really think that would be more isolated than more of a contagion for the banking sector. Jimmy, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Good to see you. That's the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.